and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today I'm joined by Audrey MB, and we are talking about the solar eclipse, and it's a solar eclipse in Aries. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. And it's on, and it's April, on 20th. April 20th. April 20th, 2023, everyone. 420? Yeah, it is 420. Yeah. Boom, 420. And you know what? Recording this episode, we are caffeinated. Mm-hmm. We're coming in hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because the heating's on, uh-huh. and we have our hot water bottles, and it's perfect for this fiery fire sign cool. of Aries. What's four twenty mean? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> as I said it, I was like, oh yeah. No. <laughs> of our podcast episodes there's just certain concepts that come up that like Jodie's like but what's that and I feel like oh shit <laughs> it's time to make this explicit um, but yeah if you yeah, don't know what 420 is google on. it and yeah. celebrate it it's fun yeah. um, so but we're talking about the solar eclipse today mm-hmm. we're not talking about blaze we are talking about blazing in a mm. different way we're talking about the fire sign Aries and Aries is is you know there's sparks yeah fire's flying it's a flame let's go it is the first uh sign in the zodiac and we talked about this on our airy season podcast episode it is the warrior but also the toddler because it's the first so it's the most kind of like volatile like new energy vibrant it's chaotic but it's also like assertive it's a cardinal sign there's forward movement there's kind of this like fresh, vibrant energy we're going with. Again, can be a little bit confrontational, a little bit like feisty. So what does this mean in terms of the eclipse being in this? So first of all, solar eclipse uh, happens a couple times a year. It's paired with a lunar eclipse. They That comes a few weeks after. So the lunar eclipse will be on May 5th. But this solar eclipse means that the moon is passing between the earth and the sun. So we will kind of see like, depending on where you are in the world, you'll see like a ring of fire kind of around the moon, around this like dark moon. It's very interesting. And what this is, is it happens actually during a new moon, but it's called a solar eclipse because the sun is being eclipsed. So what's really cool about this one in particular is that as this is happening, it's literally happening on the day that Aries season is ending. And it is the second Aries new moon in a row. So there's just a lot of Aries energy. We're at the climax, we're at the end of Aries season, and it's the second new moon. And it says that it's going to happen at around, it says between 2.34 and 7.59 a.m. on Thursday the 20th. Here in the UK. In Europe. In Europe. London. Okay, Europe yeah. slash London. Yeah. So says Google. Interesting. So that's kind of like in the in the early hours of the morning. So I guess you could maybe... It might... The thing is, is it, depending on where you are in the world, it might mm-hmm. not be visible. We yeah. can check if it's visible. Because if it's nighttime, it wouldn't be visible, would it? It... Yeah, no. you wouldn't because you need no. the sun. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> You need the sun to see the solar eclipse. Exactly. You know what? Google, see if you can. You're also, for eclipses, usually not supposed to like stare (laughs) at them. So you might want to wear some sunglasses. You got to protect your eyes. It's quite strong. But it's literally happening on the day that 
Aries season's ending, meaning the sun is shifting into Taurus. So it's already this kind of idea of new beginnings, and that's the new moon. It's about new beginnings, it's about planting seeds. But unlike the general moon, like monthly moon cycles, like new moons and full moons happen each month, the eclipse actually leaves energetic imprints for the rest of the year. So the monthly moon cycles are like month to month, you know, every few weeks. And they kind of, I don't know, I, I view them as kind of like the ebb and flow. It's like a beautiful kind of wave of energy that we can work with and honestly har- harness that kind of energy because it's compared to eclipses, it's more subtle. It's a little bit more like you can step into it and use it and manifest and plant seeds and set intentions. But the eclipse, a lot of spiritual practitioners are like, it's a no-no. Don't manifest this shit. Don't try to harness this energy. It's too big. It's too massive. So don't manifest on an eclipse. Don't manifest on an eclipse. That's the general consensus. There are a lot of different websites that will say, here, here's you know, eclipse rituals and stuff. But a lot of, you know, spiritual practitioners are saying, don't do rituals on eclipses. They're too massive. Don't try to control something because it's going to come back and bite you in the butt, basically. Mm. Which is very interesting. And maybe we can get into a little bit of what can we do. I have some ideas Mm. and we can brainstorm. But in terms of this being an Aries, there's this energy that is going to come of breaking free from restraints there's a releasing of obstacles that are keeping you from being like the main character in your life there's this whole um on tiktok this whole idea of like the main character you know like seeing someone walk down the street like oh that's the main character like you can tell that they just like step into their life own their life so it's this idea of being like how can we all be our own main characters of our lives yeah not be an npc not be an npc exactly love that I'm going to ask again. Do it. What's an NPC? A non-playable character. Uh-huh. So yeah. the kind of character, if in you're in a games. video game, they just have like one role mm-hmm. and you just kind of, mm. you can't break past them because they're just a bit rigid. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, gee, I sure hope we can find those gems mm-hmm. before <laughs> we continue programmed. on to the next stage. <laughs> and then it's like, come back to me when you found those gems. <laughs> and yep. then, yeah, they just yep. keep going. <laughs> Yeah, they're just they're just um, cogs. They're just like programmed to do the same thing over and over, and not be. They're not an agent. They're not an entity, a, a sentient being. You know, mm. which there's the movie that just came out as well that I I actually watched. Was it called um, Free Guy or something something like that with Ryan Reynolds? It's literally about an NPC that comes alive and like breaks out of his pattern. Stop. Yeah. Okay, I need to watch that. Yeah, I think it was on... I like, love NPCs as a concept. It was on Prime or something, I don't know. Yeah, so it's already kind of... This idea is in the air already of how do we step out of our programming or mm. our conditioning or anything that's in front of us that's stopping us from being the main character, being center stage in our lives. Being Just like romanticizing your life. Yeah, you can romanticize your life, but being the agent of your life. Like really taking control of your life. And it's not even just like the last eclipse cycles had like Taurus and Scorpio vibes, which are more like material, body, money, assets. This cycle with the Aries Libra is a lot more about identity, self and relation to others. So instead of taking control of your life in terms of money, it's taking control of your life in terms of who you are. How do I come into myself? How do I 
come closer to myself and therefore I'm able to make connections with others. A big feat, but this doesn't all happen at once on the eclipse day. It's happened at 2.59 a.m. <laughs> you will come into yourself. We will come to myself. Oh, it's 3 a.m. Shit, I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> like we're all NPCs until that one moment. <laughs> but it will, this, this energy will, again, like I said, leave the imprints for the rest of the year, you know? And then when the eclipses come back around in the autumn, we're able to kind of reconcile with this again. And it, it, you know what it makes me think of as well? It makes me think of... Uh, any listeners are familiar with our arcana series the first episode the fool the fool gives me aries energy it's the first card you know can connect to the first sign the first zodiac sign but there's this element of the unknown that aries reckons with and is fearless about aries goes i don't i'm not worried about what's ahead i'm just gonna go ahead i'm gonna march forward so there's that energy and there's a feeling of ambitiousness as well to step into. So I don't know. There's something about this energy that makes me quite excited. It's a bit fast paced though. So I think for some people that are a little bit maybe more stuck in, in their ways or with themselves, they're like, what? I have to change myself? You know, my whole being will change. My identity might change. I mean, I'm predicting everyone coming out as non-binary, like boom, non-binary <laughs> 2023, let's go. You know, like it's big changes of self and how you view yourself and as I was doing research there's a lot of astrologers as well they're saying that our senses of self will be questioned as I just said as well but we're also given the opportunity to kind of be agents in that process not maybe on the actual eclipse date but the kind of aftermath reconciling with who we are and because Aries is the toddler there's elements of exploration discovery pioneering playing the fearlessness there's willpower autonomy agency we're reconciling with with um not being passive beings and i think as afab people i think having you know assigned female at birth bodies we carry a lot of pain around this you know passivity passiveness of not feeling like we are actually agents of our own bodies and we are um and they belong to us and they get to be where they want to be and they get to be touched how they want to get touched and when. And to me, this energy is bringing a lot of that. It's bringing a lot of like, how do we step into that? And the reason I bring up like specifically AFAB people is because we, because this is, there's a long kind of history of pain around that. A long history of our bodies aren't our own. Ourselves aren't our own. We're not allowed to be who we want to be. That goes for everyone, but I think specifically in terms of bodily autonomy. Yeah, so how can we break free from gender roles, from our family roles, from anything that's really holding us back from being in in touch with who our soul being, what we want to be, how we want to identify? Specifically with this Aries solar eclipse as well, is that it's going to be in close proximity to Jupiter, Pluto, and Chiron. When it's close proximity to Jupiter, there's a sense of like extraness. Jupiter's big, expansive. And when I say extra, I'm like a little extra. Everything's a little bit much, a little bit over the top, a little bit maybe dramatic, but just a bit like maybe not temperate, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. not very in moderation or being extra. So the, the time around that might feel a bit extra, but expansive and a lot of 
viewings of Jupiter is also quite auspicious, quite lucky, quite optimistic. Mm. So there might be also this surge of optimism, which could be quite beautiful as well. I saw somewhere that there was um, on March the 27th, so we've missed it, but there was, they said if you look at the horizon, just as the sun was going down, you could see all in a line underneath the moon, the five, the five planets, I think there were five, so mm. it might be the ones that you mentioned because they weren't veered off very far. Mm. It was like Pluto, Chiron, Chiron Jupiter, and like Saturn or something. Mm-hmm. They were saying it's such a rare thing and that all those energies in the same... Lining up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's... This kind of proximity are means that they're, like, closely conjunct, basically. Mm. So they're going to be in the same signs. And so, yeah, Jupiter does bring that expansiveness, but Pluto and Chiron bring deep transformation and healing. So as much as we're this Aries kind of surface level, like, ooh, identity, self, whatever... The Pluto Chiron vibes are like, oh, okay, this is deeper though. This is deep transformation, changing of self. I'm doing this movement with my hands where I feel like I, like I'm negotiating and, and molding myself inside. Mm, you're like pulling something out. Pulling something, something out, something rec- reckoning with what's inside and, mm-hmm. and disposing of the, the unnecessary. I'm liking this, this Aries thing and mm-hmm. I'm liking the links of the tarot to our dear listeners. Aries rules the emperor card Mm. which is all about being a maverick and paving your own way and doing things differently to Mm -hmm. yeah to society yeah you know because the baby doesn't know society yet the baby's not conditioned by society Mm -hmm. when it gets into Taurus vibes Gemini vibes like moving along the zodiac because that's the second and third then we get a bit more affected taurus vibes are like this is the structure of life and society Mm -hmm. i must abide to gemini's like now i'm socially conscious because there's social kind of structures and uh i need to make sure that i fit within how i'm supposed to socially be you know so it's not socially awkward very much the hierophant and the lovers yeah but aries doesn't reckon with any of that yet they don't care about what others think (laughs) they don't care about what society is telling them to do they just do it because it's their being that they're coming in with. I think that's a really wonderful place to be for everyone. And like I said, I think everyone needs a bit of reconciling with their identities and ditching structures that we don't need. Whether that's my own queer agenda or whether that's in any way. Everyone is their own agent, you know. Mm. Taking a moment to think about who who you are, what, what you feel who you want to be if there was no outside influences of anyone or anything mm-hmm. who are you mm-hmm. and it can be scary for people to come into that as well because I think there's a lot of people that have no connection or no idea of who they are mm. and what their identity is and or feel like it's very malleable depending on who they're with and that can freak people out too because we have this kind of capitalist notion of you need to know who you are and what your place is and what you do in life and, mm. and what's your plan yeah what's your plan in life like what are you going to accomplish mm. uh and really that's you know ourselves are shifting they're changing mm. at all times those questions that you just said then make me think of who you are in relation to society mm-hmm. rather than who you are for you mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's like the, the same question can 
um, be very different depending on where it comes from, who's who's mm-hmm. asking. And instead of what do you do for society, what do you do for yourself? Yeah. Solar eclipse, that's what we're reckoning with. Self. And self is related to, is in relation to society, but right now we're dealing with self-identity. And it's so maybe people taking time for themselves over this period. Or... Yeah, I think this is where this comes a fun little brainstorm session. Mm. Because what can we do during an eclipse if a lot of like practitioners mm. are going, no, do not do rituals. No, 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 no. No manifestation can occur. Now, okay, so no rituals. They're saying you shouldn't try to direct the energies of eclipses, but... You can be present to them. You can allow the vibes to wash over you. You can notice the impact on you. And the idea also that specifically one astrologer that I listened to, Jessica Lanyado, she's fantastic, talks about, you know, the three days around the eclipse don't make any major energetic shifts or decisions. Mm. So let just let what happens happen and then reckon with it later because during the three days the energy is intense it's so what days are these 19th 20th 21st exactly so within the 72 no hours shifts. nice mm-hmm. don't make major energetic shifts but then i'm like okay what can you do i thought of two areas mm. maybe you guys have ideas does anyone have an idea of what we can do during the eclipse Oh, shall I share? Share. Okay. <laughs> One of them, I was thinking about sleep care. I was thinking about how sleeping can be quite hard during eclipses. This goes for both solar and lunar eclipses. Because it's so uh, intense, you know, it's like difficult to get to rest. So I'm thinking of taking extra care to like help you sleep whether that's with essential oils, sleepy music, podcasts, CBD oil, gummies, or a small kind of nightly rituals to get you in the sleep zone. But maybe just putting an emphasis on on giving yourself extra time to sleep, extra care, making it more like I'm going to take care of myself and when I'm in my unconscious, because that's when, you know, when we sleep, we're going to tap into our unconscious, making sure we're comfortable and giving ourselves the time to do that think is quite important over the days of the eclipse as always but definitely over the days of the eclipses do you guys do anything to help you sleep or to set yourself up for good sleep i thought i um i fall asleep quite easily just <laughs> good for you do. then fine because <laughs> yeah, i'm so shattered like, yeah. i'm like mm. yeah um but i didn't used to when i was younger i used to have to listen to something or watch something and fall asleep to it mm. Um, maybe the key is having children, then you'll fall asleep straight away. <laughs> to be fair, I think one of the keys that you're talking about, sure, having children, yes, but also, but wearing yourself out in the day, yeah, mm-hmm. like doing something energetic to allow yourself to actually wind down, yeah, when you're and actually with sleep. with my boys, if they haven't done much during the day, if had like a lazy day at home, then they struggle to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we've been out all day in nature, in the woods or something like that like doing exercise in the body and the mind mm-hmm. then you like fall into a much more enjoyable sleep mm-hmm. so maybe it actually be interesting to know if there's less dreams as well if you've sort of expended all your a lot of energy 
um, and then you kind of just have the time for yourself when you sleep. It's like, ah. Oh. Mm, or in your REM cycles, maybe mm. you just don't remember them as much because it's deeper sleep. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I can see that. B, do you do anything to help you sleep? It's okay if not. No, I think it's, yeah, it's what we said. Just I go to bed when I'm like Pooped. really, really tired. Um, yeah, I try not to be in bed before I'm really, really tired. So I kind of build up the association with bed and sleep. Mm. I feel like, I, yeah, it was a really good bit of advice I was given when I was younger, which is like, try and keep bed as sleep. Yeah. And Don't do work in it. If you're, yeah, if you're doing anything, try not to do it in bed. Try and have bed as yeah. mm. much of bed as possible. Yeah. Um, shove some crystals down the back of your headboard works for me millions down there <laughs> nice <laughs> i like the idea when you say it's like about this time is about your yourself and so making that time for yourself before bed before going to sleep mm-hmm. it's the idea doing something before it's just a bit of self time yeah and during the eclipses it's extra hard to sleep so mm. it's just good to put in that extra preparation yeah regardless of how your sleep goes honestly it's going to it's going to be difficult for some people you know tossing and turning it's 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 a lot of if you're sensitive to the energy you'll be stimulated you'll feel stimulated and but another thing i was thinking about because i was like okay so if we're witchy people and we want to do something for the eclipse what can we do without it being like harnessing the energy and trying to manifest and you know like take charge of self and it's like that's just going to happen regardless like we need to just surrender into that but what what could we do that lets us like i said before notice the impact it has on us allow the vibes to wash over us and immediately i was like let's make some art like but in the way that i think of making art for a solar eclipse is making art that engages in messiness and with Aries vibes exactly I was thinking Aries vibes make it messy make it spontaneous I'm thinking you can bake but like make a bit of a mess don't follow a recipe don't follow a recipe test it out you can paint and you can splatter paint on things you can do spontaneous music mixing you can you know make different things and kind of allow yourself to engage in some kind of artistic practice but without much forethought so allow it to just come out like stream of consciousness messy let's see what happens chaos and then i'll see what it makes see what it creates and some there's something about like being able to make art that has an element of curiosity but also carelessness be a bit careless with it Mm. aries doesn't think too much they're not very cautious they're a bit careless there's usually an element of risk involved obviously safe risk but there's an element of risk like okay i have this um two bottles of paint and I'm going to use them all. Let's just see what happens and squirt them everywhere. I don't know. Just like be messy. Be messy. See what you create. And then allow allow the spontaneity to kind of wash over you and create something during the eclipse. And then you get to see this thing. And I'm sure there's lots of different artistic creations you can make. You can make little videos. You can do drawings. You can, um, like I said, do like music. Maybe you sit around with people and you all have like drums or, or sound bowls and create something. 
something that is not planned, something that's spontaneous, something that is unknown. We don't know how it's going to turn out. Let's see. Mm. I just had like a weird thought of like taking a photo of yourself like before, during and after Mm -hmm. the eclipse, like in line with, I don't know, yeah, transitions and you know, it's like, who are you before? Who are you during? And who are you after? Yeah. Kind of like, you know, when people sort of like take a photo of themselves and they do like one a year later. Mm-hmm. Just to, and you can just see like how much has changed. But yeah, I don't mm. know, that just sort of came to me spontaneously. No, I like it. I mean, you mm. can even no, as you like, ju- like write down how you're feeling before. During yeah, before, after. during, after. I was thinking you could even have like a big paper on the wall and let it be up for a week. Mm. and whenever you want to go just do something on it do something on it oh, that's so fun yeah and then just by the end of the week be like oh look at what I created huh. mm-hmm. you know mm. yeah be a bit of a toddler you know how toddlers just like stick their fingers in paint and just mm. you know <laughs> stick their whole bodies in paint and just bleh, yeah. you know <laughs> like do that be point is Aries be messy be messy with with a frame <laughs> be messy with uh, safe <laughs> you know involved but I don't I can't see of any other better way to mm. to be in the eclipse vibes other than to just see what happens cool so like be aware be free be messy be kind of aware of self maybe and let yourself be free in yeah. expression and maybe the, that's what like it connects back to the way what you're saying about who you are it's like don't force it just see what happens and then mm-hmm. you can sort of see who you are through what you do mm-hmm. maybe yeah definitely and I have some questions for reflection too mm-hmm. if people want to think about this while they're making things or if you have a journaling practice or want to engage in conversations with others thought of some questions and if you guys think of any too feel free mm-hmm. to add one thing was what are you trailblazing in your life? So this doesn't have to be for other people. But what are you trailblazing in your life? Mm-hmm. What areas of your life do you feel confident? And where don't you? What is your relationship to spontaneity? What is your balance of prioritizing self? But making sure it's not at the expense of others? And then what are your biggest greatest motivations and passions and kind of getting getting to the root of that cool mm-hmm. it's a fun one what do you guys how, how are you feeling about this solar eclipse we can start coming to the end of the episode but this energy will last with us for the rest of the year really you know mm. but who I'm am I going to become yeah, who oh am I gonna God. become? Mm-hmm. I'm scared, but I'm not. I'm excited. Yeah, already been feeling like I don't know, just like zoom, zoom, zoom of all of the Aries energy already this month, mm-hmm. and I'm personally quite excited about like this, you know, this new me that's gonna kind of come come up and out on this deeper level, and then moving into fixed, grounded old Taurus. And so it feel, I feel quite glad that, I don't know, something's going to be born and then, like, solidified. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's this kind of image. And I, I don't know, I'd hope it's um, 
I was gonna say I hope it's good but then it's like it doesn't really say anything like I don't know I just I kind of I hope it's you know fruitful fruitful progressive a version of myself that I've really wanted to be for a really long time and feel like I'm really slowly been moving towards recently yeah I'm just excited to see who who comes out on the other end on the other side of this I love that though the version of yourself that you wanted to be for a long time Mm, I think we have a lot of that and you're never you're never too old there's never too short of time Mm. to be the person you want to be Mm. and this is a fantastic uh celestial event to embrace Mm. you know for the next several months to let yourself be in a state of becoming the person you are and want to be. Mm. Cool. Exciting. I'm looking forward to it. And then yeah. two weeks later, we have the lunar mm-hmm. so eclipse. Lunar eclipse in Scorpio will be May 5th. Then in autumn, in October, October 14th will be solar eclipse in Libra, which is the counterpart to this one. And then we have a lunar eclipse following in Taurus, October mm-hmm. 28th. And we'll be doing episodes then as well. And we may, maybe it'll be fun to check in of how that's going. Mm, definitely. Where have we come? Yeah. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone out there has an amazing solar eclipse in Aries 2023 on April 20th. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Exciting times, everyone. Yeah. 420 blazer into your new self. Exactly. That is the best kind of way to end this episode, I think. You can follow us on at Solstice London on Instagram and chat to us, engage, you know, do your thing. Share with your friends. Let's all get into the the zone and surrender to this beautiful celestial event. Let's. <laughs> Thank you. Happy solar eclipse, guys. Happy solar eclipse. Bye. Bye.